0: Welcome back to Can We Talk Out Loud, episode three. This week, uh, a lot has happened, a lot's been in the news. Um, but first, we'll start with the astrology transits of this week. So, guys, this is a very powerful week where small but impactful decisions are made. So, no pressure. Uh, Wednesday, we have Mars and Taurus trying in Pluto in Capricorn. Bringing a subtle yet powerful energy. Now, guys, you want to use this time to follow your passions, your urges, your your desires. You want to go after that, those specific specific areas. Um, however, don't go overboard and go ahead and quit your job or anything crazy like that. You know, you want to take your time. You want to take baby steps. You know, really analyze what you can do, what, sh- what you can change in your desires, in your passions, in your urges, you know, try and break it down into little segments and figure out what you can and can't do. Like I said, don't go to the extreme and quit your job, but figure out if you can look for a second job or are there ways to cut down your hours at your, your main job so that you can have more time to follow, you know, your passions your projects and stuff like that so just try and find a middle ground um it could lead to something wonderful um with this energy so you know providing that you do all the right things by taking your time breaking things down into little segments little pieces um analyzing and really looking at where you can go 100 without taking away anything from any any other area Um, it, it could lead to something wonderful. So, guys, really look into your passions, your projects. See what you can do this week to get them started. Or to at least make changes to whatever's hindering, you know, your progress in that area. Um, romance is going to be in the air for the next four weeks, people. As Venus enters Pisces on Thursday. Venus is exalted in Pisces. And what that basically means is that Venus's is energy- uh, is very comfortable in Pisces now Venus doesn't rule Pisces it rules Libra and Taurus but in Pisces, it feels very comfortable. It feels almost at home So it allows the Venusian energy the Venus energy and the Piscean energy. They blend well. They, they can mix well and create uh, a great energy, I guess bring out the best of, of both energies um, So with Venus being in Pisces Um, we're going to get an extra power and awareness for the next four weeks regarding love affairs, relationships. will be a lot more tender and affectionate and very forgiving. So if you're single, you may experience a sense of longing and developing crushes on people. Um, Maybe you already have a crush on somebody if you're single. Maybe there's somebody already in your atmosphere. Well, Venus in... Uh, Pisces depending on where that is in your chart but for the overall like for most of us what will happen is that we'll just find that there's a lot more really affectionate loving supportive energy in our relationships in all kinds of relationships that's business romantic friendship family you know your relationship with yourself you'll find that it's a lot more loving and understanding and receptive Um, so yeah there will be lots of of energy for you to meet someone if that is what you're looking to do, that energy will be in the air people will be more receptive to wanting to have a partner or have somebody in their atmosphere um, you know relationships are are very there's so many different kinds of relationships so it depends on what kind of relationship works for you but there will be an energy for whatever works for you you'll find that it people are more receptive to it during this four week period. That we have uh venus in pisces um last this week we have the full moon in virgo i believe that's at eight degrees so look at any anywhere in your chart that has eight degrees uh look for that i'm going to get more into degrees as the week goes on this is just kind of like a starter for some of the people that don't really know astrology or not really into it i'm just giving you like weekly transits and basically you can take some of that information and, and Google it yourself, or you can email me or, or drop down in the comments and ask questions and we can chop it up and talk about it. But yeah, Venus, uh, I mean Virgo, the full moon in Virgo. Uh, that's going to bring out everyone's inner perfectionist. It's also a, a, a loose opposition to Venus, so there there may be some conflict regarding your how you want to make things happen in your life and your your inner perfectionist and you know your analytical self and Venus, and the virgos are very i mean beyonce is a virgo right so we know how much of a perfectionist beyonce is so when you hear me say virgo think beyonce think michael jackson think perfectionism at its highest form um so with the full moon in Virgo, what it, what it will do is it will bring out the inner perfectionist in us and we will try to organise our inner chaos. So whatever's going on, like I mentioned earlier on with your projects and your passion projects and things like that, if you find that there's too much conflicts or chaos going on inside yourself regarding working or sorting out your project moving forward, the Virgo full moon will help you declare, analyze and just reconstruct it all, which is very positive energy. So it, during the week, if you don't find that you've got all of the tools that you need to make certain changes or fix certain things, wait until Saturday. Saturday moving forwards, the energy, you should find that you have a lot more of a... An analyst kind of mind where you're able to just analyze everything break it down see where the holes are and fix it Um, do yourself a favor let go of your expectations and be open to the unanticipated because the thing is with with being a perfectionist um, is that perfectionism you know sometimes perfection comes out of making mistakes a lot of the time it does Um, Sometimes it comes out of trying and trying and trying again until you finally reach a point that you're happy and satisfied with it. But the thing is, is that if you can let go of your expectations and be open to the unanticipated, there will be a lot of magical energy that will basically show you where you've been going wrong. And that kind of energy allows you to see past your own vision. See past what you've expected, what you've got expected for yourself or what you've got expected for your project. And with that, you might find little gems that you're like, ah, maybe if I do that instead of this, that will work. Or maybe I can add this in or maybe I can take that away. You know, all of those light bulb moments will happen for you. So allow yourself to just relax into the energy. Know what it is you want to change. Know what it is you want to do. And let some of these ideas come to you Oh, be open to them be open to change be open to the unexpected happen happening to you um, guys that is basically this week's astrology it is a very powerful week like I said we have a full moon we have Venus changing signs we have Mars uh, trying in Pluto so Guys, look up some of those things. Look up your birth chart. Check to see where you have Taurus in your chart, where it's Capricorn in your chart, where's Pisces, where's Virgo. You know, look look for those energies in your chart and it will basically give you more of an understanding as to how this energy plays out for you in particular. Um, and again, if you have any questions, guys, feel free to drop down in the comments, email me, inbox me. Let's chop it up and talk about it. That is this week's astrology. So, one of the topics on Can We Talk Out Loud and and that's been in the news this week is Kim and Kanye's divorce being official. I guess, like, they're officially divorcing. Um, I thought I'd look at the astrology of their wedding chart and break it down. I've wrote down some notes. So, if I look at the laptop, excuse me, guys, I'm just, like, remembering what I've written down and what I've worked out and stuff like that. Um, With some help of Cosmopolitan, they also did a little bit of an um, expose on the, the um, wedding chart so basically Kim and Kanye got married May 24th 2014 in Florence Italy um, you may have heard of the seven-year itch which was made popular by Marilyn Monroe's iconic 1952 film of the same name right um, The idea is that after seven years, a marriage or romantic uh, partnership begins to lose its luster. From an astrology point of view, however, the seven-year itch corresponds to Saturn's cycle, right? Saturn is the planet of lessons, restrictions and yes, commitments. Saturn has a 29.5-year orbit, right? So you usually experience your first Saturn return. Saturn is a very serious player. You might want to go and Google Saturn. Yeah. Uh, Saturn, basically, you'll receive you you'll get your first Saturn return around 29.5, 30-ish. Um, but every seven years, it completes a quarter of its journey. So that means that it's a quarter of the way through its 29.5 year transit. Or um, well, full cycle. And what happens is is that it's an important time for review and negotiation okay so when when it reaches that point when it it Saturn will square a, a point of your chart every basically 7 years and those 7 years is review and negotiation time and what happens is is that when things come up for review and negotiation with Saturn, it can get very intense because what Saturn is is basically about is like taking away things from you that are no longer necessary in your life or no longer relevant or are to your detriment. And if you haven't been doing the work that is necessary because Saturn likes hard work, if you haven't been doing the work that Saturn wants you to do, then when that period comes up, Saturn will. Take it away or force it on you even more and make you work even harder. And in a relationship, I guess that's not something you really want to do all the time. You don't really want to work hard in a relationship, you know. But Saturn brings up the review and the negotiation, so you ain't got a choice. So it's normal that we find ourselves backing out of uh, binding contracts at this time, especially involving romance. If it gets hard, it's time to get out, I guess. Um, On Kim and Kanye's wedding day, Saturn was located at 19 degrees Scorpio. Scorpio, along with Taurus, Leo and Aquarius, is one of the fixed signs of the zodiac. And they symbolize deep intimacy, right? On December 17th, uh, less than a week before Kim showed off her wedding ring, her her wedding ringless finger, I guess, with no ring, um, on Instagram, Saturn drifted into Aquarius, preparing to perform a square, which is a 90 degree angle associated with tension in astrology. To the position of Saturn in Kimye's wedding chart, this narrative probably continues to build as Saturn inches forward. So there there was, tension has been building. Tension is going to keep building in their relationship. We've seen it play out in the media. So we know that there's definitely been a lot going on in their relationship behind the scenes. There's been a lot more than what the media has told us, trust me. But it is what it is. It's, it's not really our business, I guess. But for an astrology point of view, this is just like, This is to help you astrology guys, like, figure out and understand what happens in a wedding chart. Um, However, Saturn will not create an exact square to Kimye's wedding chart until February 2022. So next year, guys. So I wouldn't be surprised if it takes another year for the divorce to be finalised. And the totality checks out because obviously they have a lot of assets Homes, art, jewellery, um businesses, they have a lot yeah, so they have a lot to break down. Uh which is obviously gonna take time. It's not gonna be an overnight situation or a quick divorce, guys. I like I said, uh, February twenty twenty two is when it should all be finalized. Um Kanye was born June eighth, nineteen seventy seven, uh Kanye is a no- notorious Gemini. We've seen <laughs> the Gemini antics play out in the media, so we know. Um, but Gemini is an air sign associated with communication, spontaneity, and duality. What's more, although we don't have, I will, I can't find his birth time. It's been, it's, it's hard to find. Not all celebrities have their birth time out there. Um, some of them do, and then you're not sure if it is a real. Rating it could have a DD on it, which is dirty data. So you're not sure if it's 100 percent correct. But most astrologers can look at their life and look at the the information that we get about a birth chart and then see if it corresponds with their life, and then kind of work out if the if we can go with that reading or with that information. So don't have his birth time, but what we do know is that his moon sign, uh, the celestial body that. Basically, the planet that symbolises emotions and inner growth was in Pisces when he was born. Pisces is a water sign and Pisces is connected with sensitivity and art and lots of other things, but mostly the sensitivity. And Gemini and Pisces are both mutable signs, which means they are very much linked um, when one of these signs is activated by a planet's motion in the sky, so is the other. So, he has a lot of, his his chart is, a lot, parts of his chart aren't dormant, because if one gets some energy, then that passes it on, basically, how can I put it, it, it will empower the other part of his chart, so energy will find its way there as well, so. With some, with some of our charts, you may just get in one point, you'll get some energy and it will, the energy will just be there. But in other parts of your chart or in other charts, you'll get one person. One person will get some energy and that energy could hit several points in their chart, activating several points of their chart. Carney um, is one of those people. Kim now is a Libra born on October 21st, 1980. Um, she has a rising sign of Sag. She's a Sag. Um, Sag, Sagittarius is connected to philosophy, education and travel. Um, so if you think about Libra ruling justice and fairness, and then her her um, rising sign being Sagittarius, all about philosophy, education and travel, it basically shows that she, she has pure lawyer energy. Like That is why she's doing so well in law. And she will do amazing in law moving forward. Trust me on that. Uh, she will probably have one of the biggest law firms in the next 10 years, I would say. Um, but Kim Sagittarius Rising plays a pivotal role in her relationship with Kanye. Because Sagittarius is Gemini's opposite sign. And you guessed it. It's also mutable. But there's more. Just like Kanye, Kim was also born under the psychic Pisces moon. Which not only indicates a powerful synchronicity between their emotional states, right? For better or for worse, guys. (laughs) Um, But also means that Kim's inner world is linked up to all of this mutable action. So the energy he's talking about that Kanye gets a lot of when it hits one point point, it hits another point... Kim is also right in the midst of that. So whenever he gets energy, she gets energy too. And for better or for worse. So the divorce, beginning last summer, 2020, uh, the solar and lunar eclipses began activating the Gemini and Sagittarius axis. Eclipses are powerful lunations that catalyze long-lasting permanent change relating to destiny. Right? Right? So on June 5th to November 30th and December 14th, 2020, the solar and lunar eclipses electrified the mutable signs of Gemini, Virgo, Sagittarius and Pisces. And in case you were curious, Kim's Venus, the planet of love and values, um, just so happens to be in Virgo, while her Mars, planet of action, is in Sagittarius. With Kimye's collective Sun, Rising, Moon, Venus and Mars electrified by these Gemini Sagittarius eclipses, these major new nations are generating shockwaves across every aspect of their lives, guys. Both separately and together. Eclipses in this series will continue throughout 2021, with the next lunar eclipse on May 26 this year, 2021. And the next solar eclipse being December 4th, 2021. This pattern shows us that the the lowly public hears about... We will hear about Kim and Kanye's drama approximately one month after the eclipse, basically. Uh, Kanye's July drama last year, like his Twitter drama, that literally unfolded a few weeks after the first eclipse (laughs) so that lets you know guys that this energy this the the eclipse energy and because it's activating the parts of him and kim's charts that are very um, important very social very active very out there those parts of the charts um we can see that when the eclipses started on the gemini sagittarius axis last year was the start of kanye really going crazy on twitter which is we've seen him do it before but the the axis really just connected with him i guess and brought out some of the craziest out of him um and then divorce rumors started circulating around december 14th 2020 which was around the solar eclipse so you can see that the astrology is very much in their charts is very active um I don't see it improving because this energy that that they're experiencing, we're all experiencing, is going to be ongoing for the rest of the year and into next year. So I don't see how they're going to... If they've got to divorce proceedings at this point, yeah, it's only going to continue going forward. Um, There's not going to be a, a break or, you know, a reconciliation or anything else really. They are heading for divorce, they will get a divorce, and I will talk to you guys later about that. Like, what's in it for Kanye's love life? What's in it for Kim's love life? We can talk about that all later on at a later date, I guess, closer to the divorce or maybe after the divorce. But I'm sure there's going to be a lot of news and stuff regarding uh Kim and Kanye's divorce over the next year, so I'll be here to talk about it astrology wise anyway. Um. Although the Kardashian and Jenners basically know how to generate buzz, that's one thing they're good at, uh, the timing of this news makes astrological sense. Looking at Kim's and Kanye's charts, it's clear that this relationship, which also happens to be on the verge of experiencing its first Saturn Square, is experiencing some heavy recognition. While Kimye may have broken up for good, We will always have the Bound to Music video, says Cosmopolitan, which is kind of a cute ending. I wanted to just add that in there. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, that is Kim and Kanye's astrology. Guys, I hope you enjoyed my little breakdown of it. If you want to know anything more, drop down in the comments. Email me. Inbox me. Let's talk about it if you've got any questions. Or if you just want to talk in general about the astrology of Kimye's chart. Hit me up. Can we talk out loud? We're on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook is coming soon. And also YouTube. Thanks, guys. Okay, guys. I thought I'd do another astrology breakdown this week. Um, Since it's been big news that Bobby Shimurda has come home. I mean, me personally. You know, I don't know if he's got any other songs. I only like Hot Nigga. That was my tune in 2014. But hey, he seems to have a lot of love. Um and looking at his astrology, I can see why he's receiving so much love and attention for coming home. Um, So yeah, let's talk about it. Um, Bobby is born with, let me get up his chart. Bobby is uh, born with Sun in Leo, Moon in Cancer, Mercury in Leo, Venus in Virgo, Mars in Gemini, Jupiter in Scorpio, Saturn in Pisces, um, Uranus in Capricorn, Neptune in Capricorn, Pluto in Scorpio, North Node Scorpio and Chiron in uh, Virgo. So I pulled up his chart, I looked up his transits for coming home and I can see why there's lots there's a lot of love for him Um, when he came home he had moon trying Pluto right or let's let's go to the house that the moon was in the moon was in the third house when he got released so the moon in the third house this transit won't let you rest (laughs) so busy 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 Um, get ready for short trips lots of errands and lots of communications especially on the phone You'll be more extroverted than usual during this this time. Um, You will want to stand out from a crowd. Your thoughts will be rather distracted, but on the other hand, you will think unusually sharply. You will also be able to communicate your ideas well. You will be able to make new acquaintances and even new friends easily. On the other hand, thanks to the increased energy and desire to plunge into everything with vigor, you may have difficulties concentrating and be less receptive to what others are trying to tell you. So you can kind of see where the moon in the third house um, and the moon trying Pluto, which is the planet of transformation, and moon ruling home. You can see what, what's happening. He's basically coming home where to a transformation where things are completely different he's gonna be thrown in the deep end wanting to throw himself into the deep end by doing lots um of different things he's gonna want to communicate all his ideas all his feelings he's gonna want to with that it's gonna he's gonna stand out to people to his team to his family to his friends and it he's just basically gonna Throw himself into everything and that's what we've already seen the first day of him being out. There was already multiple videos of him doing different things, you know, getting off a plane, hanging out with girls, sitting down with his team, cameras everywhere, recording stuff. So he's already thrown himself into everything and he's already getting the public notoriety from it. He is going to get a whole load of new friends and new fans just off his release day alone. I haven't checked his Instagram followers to see if his Instagram has shot up, but more than likely it has. And it will continue to show up over the next week because his story is not going to die down anytime soon. Not at all. And especially once that first single drops, hopefully he's got an astrologer that will tell him when the right time to drop that single is um, for him to have the biggest impact and then obviously capitalize off that moving forward. Um, he had... You know his friends were speaking out we saw chris brown make a post about him quavo made a post about him so the shade room he's pretty much everywhere right now and that's going to continue to be the trend um for him he came out with venus in the 11th house um friendship will bring him the most happiness during this transit which is no surprise quavo was the one that let us all know that he was going to go and pick up bobby um and bring him home and Quavo being an Aries, a very loyal, dedicated friend, and Bobby being a Leo, they, they, they're sun signs trying each other, so there's always gonna be that loyalty, empathy, respect, and understanding between them. Sometimes there'll be a clash of egos, but other parts of their chart may balance that out, who knows, but yeah, he'll come out to, friendship will be good at this point, so he's come out to great friendships, um it's a favorable period for participation in group activities which is great because he's going to be around lots of people all the time um people are going to want to work with him i know it's a pandemic and it's not as easy to meet up with people and socialize and do things and work but you know there's the digital form of that now via zoom and the internet i guess for people to connect and do things so it's a great time for group activities um he will feel great, especially with people who he has common hobbies and interests. So, him being around his artists and the people that like to do same, similar things to him and the artists that like to do similar things to him, uh, he will have a great time. His coming home week, couple of weeks, first four weeks will be excellent for him. He's going to really enjoy it. Um, he will be welcoming and respectful to others. So, it looks like even if he has suffered any trauma being uh, in jail and, you know, the seven o'clock lights out curfew and stuff like that and just breaking the his routine, I guess, that he's had for the last X amount of years of being in prison um, won't affect him how he is towards others right now. It may creep up later on, like maybe when Venus goes into his 12th house of behind the scenes and hidden things and digging up your subconscious and what's going on. Maybe then certain issues might come up. But I would say for the next few weeks, he's literally going to be very welcoming and respectful to everyone. And he's going to enjoy all the company that he gets. Um, He may even feel the desire to engage in charitable activities, become a volunteer or organize some beneficial group activity. As he's been locked up, he probably feels that. And been through. From what I've read about the court system with him, I believe that he was supposed to be released a few times and they kept adding on dates and there was a few other issues regarding his trial and coming home. He probably is going to want to challenge the justice system and start creating some kind of um, organisation or group initiative that wants to change you know like when Meek came home from the whole and started the whole prison reform thing was sitting down with Jay-Z and Rock nation and stuff like that you can expect the same kind of vibe from Bobby and an announcement to be about that in the next few weeks that's probably something they've been working on before he came out but getting ready to go live with it in the next few weeks is what I expect um, he will fill a Strong friendship bonds with everyone, but his relationship, if he has a relationship, may struggle on an intimate and deeply personal side. So if there is anyone that he's seeing right now, um, intimately, then they may find that he's just being a little bit too, like, friendly and not so romantical. Romantic? romantical. <laughs> they may want that side of him and he may not be willing to give that just yet. Um, Right now, he's more about his friends, his group, his activities, socialising, networking, and the romantic stuff just isn't really on his heart, I guess. Um, He also came out to Jupiter in the 10th house, came home to Jupiter in the 10th house. Uh, This transit is great for your career, people. For him, it's going to bring him promotion, which we've seen. He's got tons of free promotion from being home. His uh, he will have increased productivity. So if he is working since he's come home, that productivity, that that energy is going to be perfect for him. He's going to be smashing things, nailing it out the park. Um, if he's recording, recording process will be easy for him. He will have the energy, the passion, the drive to get it all out. Um, he will get better for better qualifications and success in business. So like if he is launching a business or if he is launching anything. Um I reckon he will surpass his previous fame with um Hot and what that what that single did for his career. He will drop something or be a part of something that will launch him to be way bigger than that. Um sometimes it can also mean marriage. I don't know if he has marriage on his mind, but it he, he could marry up, you know, the tenth house does rule high uh it rules public status um authority figures career so when you add marriage to that he it could mean that he could be marrying up he could be marrying someone that is very prestigious very more well acclaimed in the industry or in an industry that he's not a part of that could give him more notoriety or boost his fame and popularity up um There will be a general improvement of his social status, though. We can say that. If not marriage, a relationship will improve his social status if he doesn't do it himself, which is very possible based on the amount of fame and attention he's getting right now. Um, He will also have more freedom to do his work. He will maximise this success, as he should. Um... And he'll approach things and people with sincerity and integrity. So he's coming with a very open, honest heart about what he wants to do, how he wants to do it and where he wants to go with it. He's not going to be mincing his words. He knows what it. he knows, what it is. Um, and he wants everybody else to basically follow suit moving forward. But it will be a very sincere approach. It's not going to be he's not going to be. I don't expect him to be rude or aggressive or, you know, uh over the top with what he wants. It's just going to be very clear-cut. He's had all the time in the world to think about these things. So people, I think they're going to see the sincerity because he's going to be, what he's uh, expressing to people, he's had time to think about by himself. And I'm sure he's thought about these things during moments of anger, sadness, misery, uh, joy. So we're going, to be getting, we're going to be getting the real authentic Bobby, moving forward um, this will allow people in senior positions and in authority to be more inclined to positively respond to his requests so the higher ups, the authority figures the label heads the the people that work in in streaming and all of those important figures regarding music and popularity are going to be paying close attention to him right now which of course the whole world is Um, But because he's coming with a sincerity and an authenticity and a real dedicated passion and a plan, that makes it all the more stronger. And they're going to pay all the more attention to him because of that. So expect to see him go from just released out of prison to in the next 12 months being somebody that is very prominent on the charts, prominent in the blogs, prominent everywhere and bringing lots of positivity to the world. Expect that. That is just coming. Um, Jupiter doesn't form any negative aspects in his chart from what I've looked at. Um, so he shouldn't have any abuse of power or prestige or selfishness or arrogance. None of that should play a part. You know, he does have Jupiter trying the moon and Jupiter trying Ch- Chiron. So, yeah, he's got a lot of positive energy on his side. Um, so yeah, that's my Bobby Shimerda breakdown. Welcome home. Um, Get you an astrologer see if you can figure out when to drop this music drop an album drop a video an astrologer will be able to help you with that um so yeah welcome home bobby um so for our next astrology breakdown i've decided to do a Meghan markle breakdown because she's been in the news quite a lot this week her and prince harry i think i'll do prince harry next week but i'll do mega markle this week because looking at her chart she's got a lot of interesting things basically happening um so we found, we hear this week that her and harry have officially stepped away from all royal duties they are done with that they are now normal people i guess well celebrities um and no longer royal um, and they have there's been a lot of tension between them and the um and buckingham palace the monarchy and they are also doing a sit down tell all with oprah Lord Jesus. That is going to bring about some drama, honey. Because you know that the the crown, they don't like people to leave the crown, one. They don't like people to discuss the crown, two. And three, they don't like you to turn into an American or any kind of celebrity without the crown. So, I'm sure there's tensions going back and forward between... Uh, Harry and Meghan's camp and the crown's camp but looking at Meghan's chart Meghan's got a lot of planets in her 7th house, (laughs) your 7th house rules all kinds of relationships, business love, marriage um, friendships uh, your relationship with yourself your relationship with with your uh, God just relationships right so she's got in her seventh house, currently, she's got Jupiter, Saturn, and Pluto. Child, those are, some, those are very big giants. Like, they are big. They, they bring major changes to your life. Major. So, for her to have those in her seventh house, let's do a breakdown. These are more long-term transits as well. I didn't want to do anything too quick. Uh, quick transits. Um, for the reason that... What they're doing and have been doing has been in the public eye for a long time. For the lot it's made press for the last two years, and I. This Oprah interview is just a, a continuation of that, and there will be more things to come, about Harry and Meghan. So I thought let's just stick with the long-term transits as opposed to the short-term ones, the ones that are quick. Let's do the long-term ones. Um, so let's start with Jupiter in our seventh house. This transit will move different areas of her life to a higher level of commitment. So we've already seen that. Uh, We've already seen that she's committed to Harry, they were committed to leaving the the, the Crown, they were committed to moving to the US, her home, and just the commitment of it all, it has been very intense for her. We've seen that. This is particularly true of romantic relationships. And marriage is very likely well she's married. we know that part. Um, in your in her work life, she will benefit primarily from relationships with her business partners and from negotiations and contracts, which we've seen. We've seen her and Harry um, have got I think they have a podcast on Spotify. They've got a Netflix deal. Um, Now they're doing a sit-down with Oprah. Um, I think she's part of a Disney project. So we've seen that business is booming, doing excellent for her. That's going to continue. That's not going to stop for her for now. Um, If she's dealing with any legal issues or disputes, they will be resolved. So that tells us that even if the Crown do oppose anything or try to oppose anything or make things difficult for her, she will come out on top. Point blank, she will. She has Jupiter in the seventh house to, to protect her. Um, she will do very well if her work relates to the public, e.g., PR, politician, spokesperson, psychologist. Um, this transit is also connected with foreign countries and people from other countries. So we can see that she's made international headlines every, pretty much every month. There's an international headline about Harry and Meghan. Uh, She is very much in the public eye, so she's getting all the energy that she needs for that to flourish and prosper and come, whatever her plans are to come to fruition, she has that energy. So, she's doing pretty well with her relationships and the luck side of, the luck and expansion side of her relationships, she's doing excellent. Now, she also has Saturn in the 7th house. Now, Saturn does bring benefits but it brings benefits after a lot of hard work and a lot of time put in and a lot of energy put in. That's when you get the rewards from Saturn. So Saturn is in her seventh house. So let's see. Uh, this transit brings a lesson in understanding yourself in the area of close relationships. Initially, there may be feelings of frustration and isolation. Now, we saw that she's been frustrated and isolated quite a bit she didn't like being part of the royal family she left up um due to frustration for not being herself she didn't feel like she was being herself um didn't feel like she could be herself didn't feel like she would ever be allowed to be herself so that must have caused a lot of frustration and isolation what i guess made her and harry decide to leave the crown ultimately um being that she's in a romantic relationship, she can expect events that will teach her to make compromises. So I'm sure she did compromise on a few things. Like even when they left the crown, they still did. They still was part of the royal family and doing certain royal duties. But she decided but recently, they both decided recently that they are no longer going to be doing royal duties. Um, So I guess she has... She that that energy of learning to compromise and starting at one point and then ending at a different point is something that she's gonna a process she's gonna continue to go through for the next couple of years. Um, she'll also think about the depth and commitment in this relationship. So, her depth and her commitment to Harry will come up for review constantly over the next two to three years for her. Um She's in a serious relationship In general She will focus on quality Rather than quantity in relationships So it's not about having all these Different people around you that can say yes Or can tell you to do this Or do that She's really just going to be focusing on the quality Of her relationships And being that Saturn's involved If the quality is not there Saturn will remove it from her life. Um, it may take a couple of months. Weeks. Whatever. But they that that person. Or, p- or those people in her life. Will get removed. Um, this also applies to friendships as well. Not just business. Remember this. Seventh house covers all your relationships. So yeah. if It's all about quality. And not quantity. So fam- certain family members. Will get cut off. Friends will get cut off. Business deals. That started off great that don't seem to be of quality will get cut off, um, which is great, you know, because you don't need dead energy or dead weight or iron balloons around you in any shape or form. Um, if she's surrounded by lots of shallow friends who don't bring anything positive to her life, that will change, as I've just mentioned. Um, Same is true for business partnerships. And at the end of this transit, she should learn to see people as individuals with various personalities and improve her relationships with other people. So by the end of the transit, she will have either figured out the difficulties in certain relationships where there hasn't been quality and people bring the level of quality up and they work through it. And they find that at the end of the transit, their relationship or business partnership is much better for it. Or these people won't improve, they won't bring the quality up, she won't bring it up and therefore the relationship is dead and over and it's time to move on. But she will definitely by the end of the transit understand more about people and how people think and and when people want to give quality and when people want to invest into a relationship, what they do. So she will be seeing people more (coughs) individually but... ...with a lot more of an understanding of how people operate. Lastly, she has Pluto in the seventh house. This transit <clears throat> changes the dynamics in your relationship. So this change will be will mainly concern conflicts of power and control. Now, this is the longest transit that she's going to have in her seventh house. This is not something that is done in a year or two years or three years like Jupiter and Saturn... Uh, Pluto tends to stay in uh, in the same spot for between 12 to 24 years, depending on how the transit happens. So this is an ongoing, long process for her. Um, this process of change, where conflict of power and control, we've already seen it played out. The British media have been absolutely killing her since the minute Harry decided that he wanted to marry her. Um, they've been going after her selfishly, like, just horribly, uh, unnecessarily. She hasn't done anything wrong to the British public. That's who Harry's picked to be his wife. The the royal family accepted her and allowed Harry to marry her. So the British public really and the British press really should just back the fuck off and leave her alone, really and truly. Stop attacking black women, first of all. Um, and this power and control... That she's going through in her relationships, she may become aware of people basically working against her interests, and her relationship problems may arise. The thing is about her and Harry is that they they appear pretty strong. If I I, I need to do a Harry and Meghan chart reading, so we can get a better understanding of Harry and Meghan um, how they balance each other out and how they work with each other and how well he supports her and she supports him, I guess. But um, she's definitely aware at this point during this transit that people will try and sabotage her relationship. They will try and bring her down. They will try and, you know, really just stop her relationship from flourishing, which I don't see happening, to be honest. She's got a lot of good luck on her side regarding her seventh house. A lot of stable... Abundant energy Um And she's doing all the right things to get out of it She's got the energy that's there for it Um She will tend to attract people Who have meticulous intentions with her Or who will tend to control her Which we've seen She seems to be doing all the right things To get out of it People are trying to control her The crown tried to control her She's not having it She's left She's not a part of it Boom Um It will be very beneficial to her and and keep her relationships healthy if she does see the snakes in the grass before they bite her. Which is not always easy because depending on how high the grass is or how big that snake is, you may not see shit and just get bit. But it's a learning curve. If she has been bitten, which she has quite a few times, what happens is she'll heal And she'll become stronger for it and she'll be more aware, more alert. She will chop down the grass and chop off heads of snakes, basically, by the end of this transit. Um, If she manages to pass this transit successfully, she will be able to build strong relationships based on respect. So not people in her life that are trying to use and abuse her or control her or have power struggles. They will be in her life based on respect for who she is and her having respect for who they are. That's, it's that simple which takes a lot of hard work and a lot of breakdowns and a lot of disruptions in relationships to usually get to that point especially with people that are worth it or that aren't in a necessarily good place themselves or you're not in a good place you know there's so many different issues involved in making a relationship grow and and flourish and reach a point of respect after a lot of hard work in your life and that person's life, whatever it is, you know, we're not always going to be happy and on the same page together. And sometimes relationships break down of that because of that. Sometimes you separate from people because... Okay, guys, so I thought I'd also do a little quick breakdown, nothing too long or too long-winded like the other ones I've done today. Let's just do a little quick reading on the UK. So... It was announced this week that the UK um, should be out of all lockdown foolishness by June 21st. And the internet has gone crazy for it. Um, I looked up the UK's birth chart to see what was going on. Um, A lot of the transits that we have right now in the UK, we're going to continue to have by June 21st. So I thought, what is going to be happening on June 21st? Like the long-term transits are the same between now and then so that's up for interpretation to me it means that things can still change whatever boris has said we all know boris is an idiot um doesn't mean that it's going to stick doesn't mean that it's going to be june 21st because there could be another strain that comes out in the next week two weeks three weeks who knows right so because these transits, the long-term transits, haven't changed like Pluto, Saturn is in the fourth house. We'll talk about that. Um, Uranus in the eighth, Neptune in the sixth, Pluto in the fourth. Those long-term transits are not going to change for now. They're going to be exactly the same in June. So that doesn't really give us much information. So what I, will, what I have done is gone closer to the date of June 21st and seen what the, the inner planets are doing. And see if we will have the luck... That we kind of need to make sure that everything does open up by June 21st. Because I know most of us are sick and tired of being in the house. Um, Lots of people have lost jobs. Lots of us are dying to go to a nightclub or to a bar and socialise and meet people. And dress up and meet friends. Oh my God, it's so... I feel exhausted just talking about bloody lockdown and quarantine. Ah, tiring. Okay. So, on... That day, we will have the sun in the ninth house, which is a good sign for the UK, right? Um, It's time to expand your horizons. Aha, maybe we will be let back outside. Uh, This transit usually brings new discoveries. You may have the urge to seek the meaning of life and will be open to alternative views. Now, this is a country-wide reading, right? How we will feel as a country. Um, it is a good time to travel longer distances. Ah, so maybe, we, maybe we'll maybe we be able to travel by then. Um, get to know different cultures, which I'm sure a lot of us are dying to do. You know, we've just been stuck with our one, what we have, where we live for the last year. Yeah, if you're an Aries, I feel sorry for you because this is your second birthday in lockdown in the UK. I'm an Aries, so I feel your pain. 2022 we're about to get it those airy season all year next year okay right so if you are not traveling anywhere you can expect more interactions with people from other countries or different backgrounds there may be problems with your father okay not really applicable to us but i do see that we'll have there will be lots of if, if the country does open up, we will have, obviously, lots of people coming into the UK. Because just like us in the UK wanting to get out and travel and do other things, other people in the world are going to be wanting to, you know, rebook their trips to, to the UK. To come and, and see us and see our culture and buy fish and chips at the seaside, love. Watch a bit of EastEnders and drink some tea. They're going to want to come and experience all of that as much as we want to get out and go other places. So... I it looks that is a good sign of where the sun is at that point that we will be welcoming other people and we will be um other people will be welcoming us into their country as well so that's a good sign um the moon will be in the third house the moon rules our emotions our home life our family our friends which has obviously been very prominent in our life over the last year um it says that the moon's going to be in the third house. This is great for communication. This is great for meeting your siblings and talk and your friends and your family and really just having a real nice heart-to-heart loving energy around you. Um, it's transit also won't let you rest. <laughs> Get ready for short trips, lots of errands, lots of communication, especially on the phone. You'll be more extroverted than usual and you'll want to stand out. Your thoughts will be rather distracted, but on the other hand, you will think usually sharply and will be able to communicate your ideas well. You will be able to make new acquaintances or even new friends easily. On the other hand, thanks to the increased energy and desire to plunge into everything with vigor, you may have difficulties concentrating and be less receptive to what others are trying to tell you. So we're not going to want to hear that we can't go out. We're not going to want to hear that we can't go and if you live in London, up to Birmingham or to Manchester, we're not going to want to hear any of that. The British public will be very tired if June 21st comes around and we're we we we're, we're still in lockdown, we can't do anything. There will be lots of talk and communication and the government can expect a lot of online backlash and a lot of just the people taking things into their own hands and going to do whatever they want to do if the government... Cannot make sure that we are out of lockdown completely by June 21st. That's my prediction. Um, Mercury will also be in the ninth house. This is now one of those times for, um, if you want to start looking for a new job, which as a country I'm sure that a lot of people are going to want to do, it's a great time to start doing that. It's a great time for companies in the UK to be putting out. You know their new positions, uh, their new guidelines for how you get into the company, how you can flourish in the company. You know uh, this whole COVID stuff is has made a lot of changes in companies in in how people move and stuff like that, and we can expect there to be a lot more, a lot different, a lot of different changes regarding how employment, how you apply for employment, and how employment um, hire staff basically. Um, it would probably be a good time to wipe certain things off application forms, considering that most of the country has been out of work or has lost work. Um, It would now be a good time to actually hire people on their skills. Sorry, the video cut off. Due to full storage, I just had to delete 3,000 something videos and photos. Oh, the pain! Anyway, so as I was saying, regarding the country, um, I think the last point I was making is that Changing of application forms, you know, because of the country being in lockdown and a lot of people have lost their jobs and it's been a complete struggle for a lot of people to find work. Um, certain things are outdated on application forms now, like you don't need to know someone's age, you don't need to know their ethnicity and you don't need to know their sexuality. Those things play zero roles in somebody's skill set and what they can do in the job. So it's time to scrap that and get rid of that, I think. Um... So yeah guys no more no less i don't have anything else to give regarding the uk and lockdown and if we are going to be free on the 21st of june hopefully we are emoji hands praying um so yeah guys that's can we talk out loud this week i told you guys that this week was going to be more quality content and it's going to get better as the weeks go along um This is the first week where we've done astrology breakdowns on stuff that's happening in pop culture and black culture. So I'm happy that the content is finally starting to get to the standard that I like it and it's gonna get better each week. Um, Follow me guys on Instagram, Twitter and YouTube. Like, comment, share, subscribe. Um, I will be putting out more content over the next couple of weeks so stay tuned um if you have any suggestions uh feel free to let me know what they are i am going to be um giving you guys uh different ways of how to contact me showing you how to do that basically um for the youtube people there should be a little clip at the end of the video or in the description where you can find all my socials and stuff like that i'm still figuring some stuff out guys but yeah welcome to can we talk out loud Thank you for being here <laughs> Can We Talk Out Loud episode three. Um, I haven't found a name for it yet, but there will be a name by the time you guys are listening to this. So, yeah, enjoy your week, guys. And I'll see you next week, Thursday for episode four and another breakdown on what's been going on in pop culture and black culture and how we can break it down with astrology. Have a great week, guys. Bye.